Hey, man, is that the Garage Rock Show podcast? Yeah, man. Well, turn it up, man. This is the Garage Rock Show podcast. To those of you already supporting the show with a monthly subscription, thank you. If you're not already a supporter and you'd like to help make this show possible, please tap the link in this episode's description or visit anchor.fm slash the Garage Rock Show to become a monthly supporter. And make sure to check us out online at thegaragerockshow.com and give us a like and a follow on Facebook and Instagram at Garage Rock Show Podcast. And if you like this episode, please take a minute to give us a rating in your Apple or Google store. Now on to this week's episode. It's Friday. It's time for another episode of the Garage Rock Show Podcast. Chris here flying solo in my garage every week, bringing you all the latest rock news, all the latest headlines from the rock world. Of course, I work in radio, so uh, this is just an extra fun thing for me to be able to do this in depth with you guys and kind of talk about some of these things I normally don't get a chance to talk about in depth on the air. Uh, so yeah, this week we're going to be talking about that new ACDC album name and some clip of the new uh, of some new music. First new music from ACDC, I'll say, in six years. And I'll play what I can today without uh, you know getting tagged on the copyright for it. Robert Plant's Digging Deep Box uh, Digging Deep Box Set is out today, spanning his solo career after Led Zeppelin. It's pretty awesome. We'll go over that. Sammy Hagar's birthday bash has moved to pay per view. He's going to be performing on Catalina Island, believe it or not, uh, with boats. Watching. It's going to be pretty wild. Ozzy apparently working on more new music remotely with his producer, Andrew Watt, and he's partnered with Doc Martens for a special Black Sabbath release boot. We'll talk about that. Corey Taylor's live stream is actually happening today, as well as uh, it's, it's on demand for 72 hours if you buy it, so that's kind of cool. Plus, on this day of music history trivia, we got some good ones for you. This week's new releases looks like we got some new stuff coming out today, the 2nd of October. As I mentioned, Robert Plant has his Digging Deep... Uh, uh, box set that's out today as well as his Digging Deep podcast that is still going on but we got new albums out from Corey Taylor today he's celebrating that with the live stream Death Valley Girls Dolly Parton wow she's got a new album a Holly Dolly Christmas check that out Elvis Perkins Hoops uh, Melanie C Roger Waters has a new album out today William Shatner The Blues wow William Shatner with some new music that's hilarious I bet it's a uh, pretty cool all right some virtual shows as i mentioned Corey taylor live at the forum in los angeles today as we speak at 2 p.m pacific standard time that concert is kicking off but here's the deal when you order it you'll have it for 72 hours so if you can't watch it today at two o'clock you can watch it all weekend long check that out CoreyTaylor.com. and speaking of virtual shows sammy hagar's annual birthday bash is now headed to pay-per-view uh, coronavirus be damned, Sammy Hagar is still going to celebrate his birthday with yet another bash for fans. Ultimate Classic Rock reporting that although the Red Rockers' annual birthday party at Cabo Wabo Cantina in Cabo San Lucas can't happen, the party is going virtual for the first time. Sammy and the Circle will be performing on California's Catalina Island, and the festivities, complete with a surprise guest, ooh, who's that going to be, will be broadcast as part of a pay-per-view event. It will be filmed actually on October 8th next weekend and is set to stream on Saturday, October th- uh, 17th. Uh, so there you go. You can get it for 25 bucks. Uh, the statement announcing the Catalina event went on to say, quote, the entire surrounding area will be socially distanced and enforced by L.A. County Sheriff's Department. The only way it can be viewed in person is to be on a boat. So if you want to check that out, maybe take your boat down to Catalina Island and watch Sammy's uh, birthday bash. That would be actually kind of cool. Shit, if I had a boat, I'd be down there doing that. That's pretty cool. All right, Bonnaroo moving their dates to September 2021 for tour news this week. The Bonnaroo Music and Arts Festival said this in a statement, quote, We want to thank you for being a loyal Bonnarooian, and we appreciate your patience as we navigate the best options 
To ensure we can be together on the farm in 2021, the dates we originally announced for Bonnaroo 2021 have changed. It will now take place September 2nd through the 5th. Information on the lineup camping accommodations will be available at a later date. So they are offering refunds if you can't make it. And now it's taking place Labor Day weekend instead of that first week of June. Maybe an indicator that they don't think everything's going to be back to normal by that uh, first half of the year. So Bonnaroo banking on that Labor Day return. We'll see how that goes. And Tame Impala uh, rescheduling their dates for 2021. They're banking that everything's going to be fine by July as they uh, plan to resume their tour on Mexico City July 22nd. Wrap things up in Miami October 18th. Uh, San Francisco, we're getting a date September 15th next year. That's Tame Impala. Check out their official website for all those rescheduled dates. The big news this week in the rock world was ACDC finally confirming that frontman Brian Johnson is returning to the band along with drummer Phil Rudd and bassist Cliff Williams. The band shared a new image of them alongside guitarist co-founder Angus Young and nephew Stevie Young, who took over for the late Malcolm uh, Young on guitar in 2015. The band has been teasing this reunion on Twitter all week with a series of short videos that show the red ACDC Lightning Bolt logo flickering back to life. There's no official word on what the band is announcing beyond the return of these three members, but they are using the hashtag PowerUp, and that may refer to a new single or the album title they are on the verge of rolling out. And we actually had a 30-second clip here from ACDC featuring some of this new music, so I'm going to go ahead and play some of it right now. That's about all I can get away with playing, but that is uh, the new ACDC, first new music from them in over six years. That is pretty awesome. It's called Shot in the Dark. Still no release date for the new album, but you guys can check that out on ACDC's official social media and website for all those details. Uh, All right, so check that out. Very exciting. Cool stuff. Um, All right, some more rock news this week. Chris Cornell topping the rock charts this week posthumously. Unfortunately, it's it's always a bummer when this happens, right? Uh, you know, an artist passed away and his songs skyrocket to the top of the charts. He's not around to appreciate it. But at least his family's getting something from it. We can take solace in that. Uh, his latest track, Patience, is actually the GNR cover. And it's his second number one as a soloist and his first number one as a solo lead, according to Billboard. So there you go. Also out today, Robert Plant from Led Zeppelin, his Digging Deep solo collection. It's a double-disc solo compilation. It's also out on vinyl. 30 tracks ties in with the third season of his critically acclaimed podcast of the same name. It's very cool. Make sure you check that out. Uh, And includes three previously unreleased songs. The set features Plant's favorites such as Big Log, Heaven Knows, In the Mood, Ship of Fools, Hurting Kind, among others. Among the guest appearances on the album are Jimmy Page, Buddy Miller, Patty Griffin, Phil Collins, Nigel Kennedy, Richard Thompson, and a bunch of others. So check that out. New release from Robert Plant today. And speaking of new albums, Shirley Manson, the lead singer of Garbage, confirming that Garbage's seventh album is completed. She wrote on Instagram, quote, There were far more important things happening this week, so I didn't want to crow, but we have big news in the House of Garbage. It is official. We have finally finished number seven and delivered it. Hook, line, and sinker to our new business partners, BGM UK. So there you go. A new album coming out from Garbage. No release date, but it will be coming out sometime next year. Rockers Zach De La Rocha and Josh Homey are going to be guesting on Run the Jewels RTJ for Adult Swim concert, which they are dubbing. 
Uh, it's going to be called Holy Kalamavote, a commercial-free telecast. It'll be a call to action ahead of November's election. After the broadcast, the concert will be available on Adult Swim's YouTube channel, where fans will have the opportunity to donate to the ACL, uh, ACLU. Excuse me. Eric Andre will serve as the event's master of ceremonies. That's going to be wild. Run the jewels. That's going to be cool with Zach De La Rocha, Josh Homey, Mavis Staples, and more. So make sure you guys check that out on Saturday, October 17th. Adult Swim's got it, so there you go. More rock news this week. Ozzy apparently working on some new music remotely, revealing to Radio.com that he is working on his next studio album remotely with his producer Andrew Watt. Apparently Andrew Watt had COVID-19 and is recovering, so Ozzy obviously doesn't want to get in the same room with him. You know, Ozzy is not in the best health, and you know, so we got to keep him quarantined down there in Ozzy's Batcave, right? So apparently he's working remotely with Andrew Watt. And according to Osborne, the pandemic has given him all the time in the world to make the best album possible. So there you go. And he's staying busy on the uh, on the merchandise front because Black Sabbath has recently partnered with legendary Dr. Martin's Boots for a collaboration that celebrates Black Sabbath and Paranoid's 50th anniversaries. The Boots will feature Keith McMillian's artwork, uh, which is the debut album from Black Sabbath, uh, over a 1468i Black Susan combat boot. The collection will land on October 1st, and as well as the the uh, Paranoid version is not the high-top boot, it's a low-top boot. So uh, it's already out, and I think they're already sold out. They're on the third market, uh, so check that out if you're interested, if you're Black Sabbath collector. All right, some, I thought this was a funny article this week from Lars Ulrich, naming the Metallica song he never wants to hear again. Can you guess, out of all the Metallica songs, which one Lars never wants to hear again? He said it was... Eye of the Beholder off of the Injustice for All album. He says, quote, Whenever I hear that song, it kind of sounds like, I guess we don't want to be super disrespectful to it, but it sounds really forced. It sounds like you put a square peg in a round hole. It's got like two different tempos. There's a kind of 4-4 feel in the intro and on the verses. And then I think the choruses are more like in a waltz tempo. He went on to say, It literally sounds like two different worlds rubbing up against each other. It sounds very awkward to me. I'm not a huge fan of that song. End quote. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I kind of see what he means, but that's a pretty cool track and great album in general. But funny that that's uh, that's probably the the song he doesn't like because the tempo's so weird on it. As a drummer, I'm sure it's uh, difficult for him to do. Sad news this week in memoriam as we uh, honor another musician that has passed away, Van Halen's original bassist Mark Stone, passing away, dying of cancer on September 26th. He played in such pre-Van Halen outfits as Genesis before changing the band's name to Mammoth, eventually to Van Halen. He was replaced by Michael Anthony, but he played on early band demos of Glitter, Gentlemen of Leisure, Angel Eyes, and Believe Me from Van Halen. So there you go. Um, All right, so what else this week? Rock birthdays this week. Ginger Fish, a.k.a. Kenny Wilson, the drummer from Marilyn Manson and Rob Zombie, turning 54. George Lynch, former guitarist from Dawkins, turning 66. Les Claypool turning 57 this week. James Root, the guitarist from Slipknot, turning 49. Bud Goh, the drummer from Sublime, turning 53. Another drummer, Tommy Lee, turning 58. Gwen Stefani from No Doubt, turning 51. And Sting from The Police, turning 69 this week. All right, some trivia for you guys. This week in music history trivia. This week in 1967, this band arrives in New York City to start their very first ever U.S. tour. This week in 1967, who was it? Was it A, the Rolling Stones, B, Led Zeppelin, or C, Pink Floyd? 
1967 first U.S. tour this week. It was Pink Floyd arriving in New York City this week in 1967 to start their first U.S. tour. Very cool. All right, some more trivia for you this week. On This Week in Music History Trivia, in 2006, this band files a lawsuit against the Miller Brewing Company, alleging that the beer manufacturer used the band's name without its permission in several ads that ran in Rolling Stone magazine in 2004. What band was it? Was it A, Motley Crue, B, Weezer, or C, The Black Crows? Suing Miller Brewing Company this week in 2006, it was Weezer. Apparently, they ran an ad that uh, had the band's name and a bunch of other bands like them on one of their Miller Brewing ads and uh, did not have their permission to do so. Uh, So there you go. All right, some more news for you this week. Sasha Baron Cohen's Borat sequel uh, is apparently going to be released prior to the election. And here's the title. It's Gift of Pornographic Monkey to Vice Premier Michael Pence will stream on Amazon in October. So there you go. Uh, It's one of the first films to go into production once the shutdown restrictions were eased. Cohen and his team shot the film discreetly in various parts of the U.S. and internationally. At this point, the film's plot remains a closely guarded secret, but we do have some clues to suggest he'll be heavily targeting the GOP. Beyond the timing of its release and the reference to America's conversion therapy supporting Vice President in its title, Cohen was recently spotted infiltrating a far-right rally. He also had the cops called on him after an attempt to prank Donald Trump's crooked lawyer, Rudy Giuliani. Can't wait to check it out. Sasha Baron Cohen's still doing some hilarious stuff. A new trailer out for Belushi from Showtime. This is a documentary on uh, John Belushi from Saturday Night Live. There will be old and new interviews with his friends and co-stars, including Dan Aykroyd, Lauren Michaels, Chevy Chase, Harold Ramis. Wow. And uh, apparently they're going to have letters, uh, read letters to his wife, Judy. He died of an overdose at age 33 in 1982. That's going to be a pretty cool documentary on Showtime. They usually do good work. I'll check that out. Um, uh, Box office doing horrible. That Robert Pattinson new movie, Tenet, topped the box office at 3.4 in sales. So get this. That's the lowest chart-topping total for any film in almost 32 years. That is pretty crazy, right? Uh, Saturday Night Live is back this weekend. It's going to be weird, man. Chris Rock is going to be hosting the premiere. It's Megan The Stallion. Jim Carrey has been (laughs) recruited to play Joe Biden. That's going to be wild. Apparently, uh, everybody in the audience is going to have temperature checks. checks, Masks were required. Several, uh, uh, they're going to be spaced apart. The only tickets left are set aside for healthcare workers who need a good laugh. So that's pretty awesome that they're going to be able to check that out. Uh, Family Guy has cast a new new voice for Cleveland. YouTuber Arif Zahir will take over the role of Cleveland Brown. This comes amid a call for non-white actors to voice characters of color. Uh, So there you go. Uh, Family Guy stepping up to the plate. And also The Simpsons uh, bringing in Alex Dessert. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that last name correct. To voice Carl Carlson. Uh, Hank Azaria previously played, played the part, but they're getting more diverse in their casting, which is great. So there you go. Um, Alamo Drafthouse Cinema expands rent entirety theater program. If you got 150 bucks, you can rent out an entire entire theater. This is kind of an interesting idea. Maybe we'll see more of this stuff happening. 
So they've been toying with the idea of renting out the theater to groups or families, but in the results, they say, quote, in just the first few weeks, we booked over 700 groups of families and co-workers. Now the theater will expand the program nationwide. There's more one requirement, though. You must spend an additional minimum of $150 on food. So about 300 bucks, but you could have all your friends in the theater. That sounds kind of cool. Maybe cool for a birthday celebration or something. Uh, Tech Corner this week. This was really weird. Dream-shaping technology. How would you feel about someone controlling your dreams? The technology may be right around the corner. MIT scientists have figured out how to manipulate the dreams of others. The researchers were able to insert certain topics into a person's dreams using prompts like think of a tree. And they found that 67% of the subjects reported trees in their dreams. Interesting, right? That's um, pretty crazy. Some good news. This was pretty cool. Uh, Giant rat has won an award for sniffing out (laughs) landmines. That's right. A giant African rat by the name of Magawa was awarded the PDSA's gold medal for his life-saving bravery and devotion, discovering 39 landmines and 28 items of unexploded ordnance over the past seven years. See, rats can serve a purpose that is good for people. That is very cool. I'm not a huge fan of Kylie Jenner or social media, Instagram stuff, influencers, all that shit, but very cool that she went on Instagram with a suggestive photo of herself getting everybody to vote, and uh, 48,000 new users registered to vote because of her post. So that's 48,000 people that were not registered to vote before that, so very cool. However you look at it, that's pretty neat. News from around the world as we finish it up this week. Uh, The world's highest minimum wage will now be in Geneva, Switzerland. That's about $4,500 a month, $53,000 a year. That is more than triple the minimum wage in the U.S., which is $7.25 an hour, and more than double the basically hour rate in the U.K. of $11.23. Very cool. Man, I don't know how they're going to be able to pay for that, but hey, Switzerland's happening, right? Amazon's Prime Day uh, delayed to mid-October this year, guys. Amazon Prime Day will now take place October 13th and 14th. So there you go. Mark it down. Set aside those days for some deals. Now Amazon is unveiling this thing about paying with the palm of your hand. Have you heard about this? It's called Amazon One. This technology builds a palm signature from the details of your palm. And they say it's actually safer than other um, biometric alternatives because you can't determine a person's identity by looking at an image of their palm. And it requires someone to intentionally hold their palm over the reader device. A lot of the other things like get a picture of your face without you even knowing it. Uh, So this one at least is like voluntary and it doesn't, uh, you know, it's not specifically ID'd to you. So that's kind of cool. Crazy news this week. Joe Montana, his wife, stopped his grandchild's attempted kidnapping. I couldn't believe this headline. Uh, Apparently, a home intruder on Saturday, September 26th, L.A. County Sheriff's Department said that Montana told deputies his grandchild was sleeping in a a playpen. A woman entered their home and grabbed the baby. Montana, his wife, confronted the woman, later identified as this name that I can't pronounce, asked her to give back the grandchild. Jennifer was able to pry the baby from her after a scuffle, was later arrested, charged with kidnapping and burglary crazy man uh who knows what she was even thinking like trying to get some money out of them or i don't know who knows uh crazy stuff all right that does it for us this week on the garage rock show podcast give us a like and a follow on facebook and instagram at garage rock show podcast twitter.com slash garage rock show all of our links are up nine different platforms the garage rock show.com tell your friends anybody who's interested in rock news every week tune in uh we do a pretty decent job of giving you the all the latest headlines every week thanks guys if you enjoyed our episode please rate it in the podcast and the apple and google stores we appreciate it and we'll see you next week have a good weekend peace
By accessing this podcast, you acknowledge that the entire contents and the design of this podcast are property of the Garage Rock Show or used by TGRS with permission and are protected under U.S. and international copyright and trademark laws. The information, opinions, and recommendations presented in this podcast are for general information only, and any reliance on the information provided in this podcast is done at your own risk. This podcast should not be considered professional advice. The third-party materials or content of any third-party site referenced in this podcast do not necessarily reflect the opinion standards or policies of the garage rock show tgrs assumes no responsibility or liability for the accuracy or completeness of the content contained in third-party materials or on third-party sites referenced in this podcast or the compliance with applicable laws of such materials and or links referenced herein this disclaimer is posted in full at the garage rock show.com